Hi there, I'm Suzanne Urban, and welcome to Pioneering Women Warriors Network. This is your podcast for encouragement through the word and empowering women with interviews and scriptures. So before we listen in to today's episode, you can find these podcast episodes on my WordPress blog at suzannespodcast.wordpress.com. Let's listen in after a word from my sponsor. Just felt like worshiping, so here we are. Turn it up a little. This is Resurgent Fire Band. Send in all of your mercy.
us, Lord, your fire. Hallelujah. Praise your wonderful name. We'll play. Let's see what's next. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed is the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This one's called Ignite the Flame. Forever, I am yours. 
because I want to, number one, I'm, I'm, I'm recording on two devices, so this will be, hopefully this will be quick. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I wanted to share on, um, and read a scripture. This one is Psalms 141.3, and um, so if you want to get your Bible, because I'm going to rattle off a bunch of scripture, and do kind of a short teaching for a Wednesday night thing. Um, too low, your current frame rate is too low. Okay, well, there's not much I can do because I don't know what that is. Anyways, um, let's just open with prayer. So Father, we just thank you for your word. Your word is truth. We thank you, Father, that you will season the words that come out of my mouth. I pray, Holy Spirit, will give me the words to say and and know what to say and when to say it. Father, I pray that you open our ears to hear what the Spirit is saying right now in Jesus' name. I thank you that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I thank you that you are constantly gui guiding my feet into the paths of righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Happy what day is it? Wednesday? Wow, Wednesday. Super smoky out here in Southern Oregon. So I've been doing a lot of studying. Um, I did have a couple of errands to run and I tell you what, I could not believe how smoky it was and it's gotten pretty smoky around here. So let's see, are we still on? It's wanting me to, no. I don't know. This thing is hollering at me. Anyways, let's, when you come in um, and, and you're watching, just say hello. Tell me where you're from and um, while I prepare for the scriptures. So um, for those that are on, hi. Oh, hi, Dennis. Bless you, brother. Sorry I missed your call. I was fast asleep when you called. Seriously. 
I woke up and then Jeff had an appointment, so I was haven't been able to. I just noticed that I had a missed call from you. So, anyways, um, bless you, brother. So I I really feel like I just need to stop right now. And so, Father, we just pray for Dennis. We pray for all that he cares for, his family, for any orphans, for any, um, you know, people that work for him, those who are in um, Africa, any of my friends in Africa, Pakistan, and India right now in Jesus' name. They are surely being hit with... Um, you know, these lockdowns are really hitting them hard. And so, Father, we just pray for, for provision. That you will um, bring wonders to them. That you will open up the heavens for them. Father, that you will uh, make yourself so real to them that they'll know that when the rice or whatever it is that you're going to provide for them shows up at their door while they're sleeping, while they're walking, the suddenly will come. And I just read a scripture recently where it said, and then suddenly, and God's going to bring suddenly to his people who are diligently seeking his face. We thank you, Father, for those suddenlies and for those wonders. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hi, Cindy. Yeah, not understanding your text. So um, send me another text kind of explaining what's going on. Anyway, so be prepared. Psalm 141.3. That's what I'm teaching out of today. Um, Psalm 141.3 says, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. So you kind of get an idea what we're going to talk about. Um, Colossians. Four, six. Let's look at Colossians. Four, six. Let your speech all, um, be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how you ought to answer every man. Yes, Lord. Make this our declaration. That our speech will always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that we know how to answer every man. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your instructions, too, Lord. Um, Proverbs 23, 7. Twenty-three Proverbs twenty-three seven. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Have to read that again. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. You know, it has nothing to do with speech, but that was one of the scripture references when I was looking it up. Um, who else is here? Are you saying hello? Say hello. Tell me where you're from. 
Luke 12, 12. I'm going to share a story here soon. I hope that you're chiming in. Invite some friends. You're going to learn something about Suzanne today. <coughs> Luke 12. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. I have one verbal dog. Hey! Stop. <coughs> Luke. That's a good scripture. Where's my pen? 12. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, teach me what to say. I do these teachings. James 1.19 You know, I love God's word. How about you? God's word is so full of wisdom. It gives us, you know, um, instructions. What to do in situations and what not to do. Stop! I'm gonna get ugly with my dog here. Naughty. Here. Take it. Go. Go on. Outside. Go outside. Go outside. Sorry about that. Okay. My dogs always like to bark when I'm doing a live. Where was I at? Psalm, or James, 119. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear and slow to speak. And slow to wrath. Ooh. Lord Jesus. Now we're speaking about some stuff here. Let us be quick to hear and slow to speak. Quick to hear and slow to speak. So here comes the story. A good example of that was, okay, before I became a Christian, this is before Jesus, okay, just so you know, before Jesus and I um, was a teenager and my mom so I had this problem with this and my mom would say stuff you know and the Bible says honor your father and mother children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right so when I became a Christian first thing God told me was children obey your parents that's a scripture he literally gave to me after I got saved and I started reading the word he said to me Suzanne read this scripture and I went to it and it said children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right then he directed me to where it says honor your father and mother 
with promise that you shall live long on the earth. So, with all of that said, I was one mouthy little girl. And I tell you what, my mom would tell me if I would just get a handle on this, then I wouldn't be in so much trouble. I was in so much trouble one summer, I was grounded the entire summer. Now, those of you who don't understand what grounding means, grounding means that I sat in my room, no TV, no friends, and no um, telephone, no chatting. I couldn't even fellowship with my sister and brother. I was in my room, and that was the summer where I learned to read. I mean, I knew how to read. I was like 12 or 13 when I went through all this. And, but I mean, I learned to pick up a book and occupy my time with reading. And trust me, we didn't have Archie books. Archie's are um, comic books. We didn't have, I wasn't allowed to read any comic books. So what I would read was the encyclopedias. My mom made sure that I read the encyclopedias. I read the diction, the Webster dictionary. Um, she had a medical dictionary or a medical, um, I forget what they're called, but it's a, most families back then had them as the basic thing. And the other thing that she would let me read was the family Bible. So everybody, you know, back in the 70s, 60s and 70s would have this family Bible that they had on their coffee table in the living room. And sure enough, that was one approved thing that I was allowed to read. So I read the Bible. I read um, the encyclopedias from A to Z. I read the medical dictionary, the Webster dictionary, um, anything that had any kind of education and since it was summer, um, I didn't have school, so I had to occupy my time down in, and I wasn't allowed to listen to music, so I had all these vinyl records that my mom took out of my room, and she unplugged my stereo, which I wasn't allowed to listen to the radio. So, um, basically all I did was I'd wake up, I'd get up, go up and eat breakfast, and she'd give me the list of extra chores that I had to do. Then I'd go back to my room and read a little bit. And then I'd go upstairs for lunch. And then I had to do dishes and stuff from lunch. And then I'd have to go back downstairs to my room. And then I would read and study. And so I learned really at an early age how to study. And I learned a lot of words. and. Um, I learned how to look up in the dictionary and how to, um, so if you know, here I am in the, oh yeah, and she had a thesaurus, so I learned, you know, what synonyms were, and so synonyms are, um, I'm probably saying it wrong, but um, they're words that mean the same thing, and um, so yeah, had I understood what the Bible gives wisdom about as a young girl, I pro it probably would have saved me a lot of grief and I probably would have had more freedom. But yeah, there's a little tidbit about me. So um, 
learning to take control of my mouth, bite my tongue, bite my lip, um, walk away from, because you know, there are people who want to, um, who want to start fights and they like to argue. And so I, I had to learn to walk away from that. I mean, I spent a lot of time learning, unlearning all the stuff that I had learned. So I had to unlearn some behaviors that I had. And so I got saved when I was almost 17. And um, the first thing the Lord told me, and he really drove it home, was to obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. And then, um, and I had to apologize to my parents. Not that, not that God told me to do it. I just felt in my heart, if I was going to start fresh with my parents, being a new Christian, that I needed to go and undo what I had done over the years. And that was to start with an apology. So I apologized to my parents. And my parents were amazed at the transformation from the unruly girl who ran away from home, who was mouthy. I certainly did speak my piece to my parents and um, was very rebellious. And um, I learned through God's grace and through Holy Spirit um, how to wrangle my tongue and keep it um, you know, and really discern and learn when to speak and when not to speak. And this is something I think that right now, because so many people are wanting to verbalize their feelings on everything, and we want to, you know, oh, that's not right, and, and whatever, but we really need to weigh out what we say. Um, and how we say it and make sure that it's something that that God um, is wanting directed you know in. I mean there are people out there who are called to do certain hard tough situations where they have to bring light in different situations we're all called to bring um, life and light to people so that they come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior that's one thing we're all called to do. But there are some out there who are called to go into the streets and into the highways and the byways. And sometimes um, the things that they say, because, you know, Jesus will meet you where you are. So I just shared with somebody today that um, a couple of years ago, we went to a restaurant and in the middle of the restaurant, it has a bar and you know it's open it's open everybody can see what's in the bar you just can't enter in if you're you know under 21 and they had absolutely no seating in the restaurant and said that there was a table open in the bar and Jeff was like that's okay we can go and sit at the bar and so we went and sat at the bar and I was like, you know, I wasn't very hesitant. I didn't care at that moment what people thought of us. Um, and so we, when we sat in the bar, they had some live entertainment. And this gal was singing. 
and she was playing the keyboard and singing and then she'd do a little a little comedy act in between singing and then she um there was a little old lady sitting in the in the table next to us and she just happened to lean over and say hello to us and um and we told her you know that we were enjoying the entertainment because she was singing old like 70s 80s songs that, that was kind of me and Jeff's era for for um stuff and anyways um somehow Jesus came up in the conversation and she mentioned that she hadn't been feeling very well and um that she'd gone to the doctor or something and gotten a a not so nice diagnosis so I looked at Jeff and I said let's pray for her and so we asked her we asked her do you believe in Jesus and or do you believe in God and she's like I believe there's a higher power and I said well that's good I said he believes in you and um, I asked her if we could pray for her and she says I will never um, turn away prayer so Jeff and I prayed for her and she was so ecstatic that someone prayed for her even with her glass of wine in her hand and she looked at me and she had tears in her eyes and she said to me she goes no one has ever ever asked me if I needed prayer and she said here I am in a bar with a glass of wine in my hand and you two wonderful people come along and you ask me if I need prayer now see I believe God is going to meet you where you are and if it happens to be you're always in a bar he's gonna meet you there and I really would like you to look up Jesse Duplantis and he gives a testimony about his praying mom who prayed that God would go into the bars where he would play with his band that God would go into the bars and grab him and literally a preacher went into a bar because God told him go into this bar and there's a guy up front he had to go and deliver a message to Jesse and I really encourage you to go check out that testimony because that's proof right there that God will meet you where you are there's a there's more proof in the in the Bible too and in the Bible there's the situation where Peter I believe it's Peter and people would um would um go buy the handkerchief or the apron and they would get healed well from the studies and from the preaching that I've heard about that particular situation was that in that community those people had a belief that that kind of um, stuff would carry power and so because of their belief system God used that belief system to bring healing to them and ultimately bring them to Jesus. So it's just like with any culture. 
he's gonna go into that culture and he's going to use their belief system and um, tell them through their belief system he's gonna come to them and say hey I'm Jesus I died on the cross for your sins that you might have life so anyways that's a little tidbit about me and um, so the the scripture reference that I've been um, sharing about is about being careful with our mouth and so I had all these scriptures and I will post it online all the scriptures I'm going a little long on my podcast so I'm gonna need to wrap this up but I wanted to read a couple of scriptures where the Lord gives us instruction on um, our speech so Ephesians I'm trying to be quick sorry Ephesians um, sometimes these tabs just don't help there it is Ephesians let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed until the day of redemption let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away with, from you with all malice and be ye kind one to another tender-hearted forgiving one another even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you and so um, there's the instruction that was in Ephesians 4 29 and um, the prayer that we are going to pray and close with I told you this would be short is Psalms 19 Psalms 19:14 Yea, he sent out arrows and scattered them, and he shot out lightnings and discomfited them. That's not the right one, Psalm 19. Oh, here we go. Psalm 19. I that was 18. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So, Father, we just pray and declare this right now, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, and help us to discern the difference and know and be repentant when we fall short, that you are our strength and our Redeemer. And we thank you and praise you for this day and for your word and all that you do and all that you have done. In your precious and mighty name, Jesus, amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in today and we shall see you tomorrow.